Hey guys, coming up is a celebration of Polite Conversations podcast reaching 50 episodes, not counting the panel discussions, and also a celebration of the patrons that make it possible. If you're a patron and you couldn't make it, don't worry, I'm sure we'll have more chats like these. I always announce these things on Patreon, so keep an eye out. Anyway, people listening right now, please keep in mind this conversation is from about a week and a half ago with my limited resources and with podcasting not being my full-time job and all, I can't push out these conversations as quickly as I'd like. If you enjoy the show and want to help it get to a point where episodes are quicker and more frequent, please consider supporting the show via Patreon. Without listeners like you, it isn't possible. And by supporting the show, you get various rewards and perks like participating in patron chats, AMAs, and uh, generally pissing off intellectual dark web fans. Anyway, I'd like to give a special shout out and thanks to all my patrons and specifically the lovely people who participated in this chat. Give them a follow. Shout out to at Natalia's dad, at Vlad Alexandrov 5, at Pernickety, at Thomas Swords, at Fabio Favis Maxim, and at Gerbivore. Thank you guys so much for participating in this patron chat. Anyway, there are people coming in and out of the conversation, so don't worry if you can't keep track of who's who and who's saying what. Just enjoy the topics of conversation. And here's to 50 episodes of the podcast. Enjoy. Make sure that uh, that program doesn't contain controversial subjects and uh, you're not impolite to people. No, definitely not, Dad. You know me. I'm never, <laughs> ever controversial or yeah, impolite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Welcome to Conversations with your lovable, never pisses anyone off, ex-Muslim host, Ina. Keeping it non-controversial. Hello, guys, and welcome to the 50th episode patron chat. How are you guys doing? I've got Martin and Vladimir on with me. Hello. Yeah, hello. Pretty good. Great, great. So how are you guys uh, feeling about this Alex Jones thing? <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. It's, uh, it, was a, it was a good news of the day. Uh, <laughs> it's like most of the time you just read stuff and it's just depressing. But that, that day, actually, yeah, it was, um, it was pretty good. Oh, you enemies of free speech. That's right, uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying there was a take by one of his supporters where they're trying to argue that uh, Facebook is not a private company because it's publicly traded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, saw saw, I saw that too. That's, 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 that's one of the most absurd takes. <laughs> Desperation, yeah. Peter Norway's on the case with this one. I think he's been uh, tweeting all about it all day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the she's, person she's doubled d- down too, apparently. So, so as I understand, he's completely off YouTube, right? I mean, I haven't checked, I haven't like confirmed it, but that's that's what happened, right? He's, his channel is YouTube. Yeah, YouTube and all of the podcasting platforms, Apple and Spotify, and I think Stitcher have taken them off. Not mm. Twitter, though. 
No, uh-huh. yeah, I just read just recently, I think today from um, Jack, he's giving some bullshit excuse. Um, uh-huh. Sorry, we, can, we can't we can't curse right on your podcast. No, no, of course you can. Fucking <laughs> can. Come on, you don't listen enough to know that there's lots of cursing. No, I know. I know, I know. Uh, I just I saw another tweet today. Sorry, go on. <laughs> polite in quotes. I saw another tweet today. Let me just pull it up here. Yeah, the night we found out children were being kept in cages, Jack went to a GOP fundraiser. The day after refusing to ban Alex Jones, he's going on Hannity. And there was a tweet from Seth Rogen who had been DMing him, and he just basically said the guy doesn't give a shit. Hey, Michaela, are you here? Hi, I'm here. Awesome. Nice to meet you, Michaela. We have a third person joining us. <laughs> we were just talking about Alex Jones being banned from... Oh, always a lovely topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're another enemy of free speech, I, I take it? Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Jack is really interesting. Have you checked out Jack Twitter, Jack's follows? Like, he follows, like, Cernovich and... He apologized. Yeah, yeah, his follows are quite yeah. disturbing. And he apologized to Candace Owens when Twitter Moments called her far right, I mean, which she absolutely is. He personally yeah. took the time to say, I'm sorry that we did that. And yeah. it's just, it's so weird. I mean, it shouldn't even be like a big issue, right? It's, 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 it's just, if someone harasses, like if someone. Like if you own a store or something, or some someone comes in and start like harassing your, uh, you know, your guests, you're free to just kick him out the second, right? You're just gonna call the cops and just like that's it. Yeah. Like if someone someone uses your 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 company, your platform, to harass and threaten people, and it's I, I don't know how why it took so long. That's that's my question. Like for YouTube, that was pretty obvious. Like years ago, that's that's yeah. And they said he was like on and his last people, strike. And people actually been hurt and suffered. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same idea. If you write to a newspaper, they don't have to publish your letter. <laughs> no, they must, or else they hate free speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and he has free speech. He can go outside and just yell his nonsense, right? It's, it's it, like no one's gonna stop him. Like he, which he, he has, has done. <laughs> Yeah, he's done. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he went after actually people and ran after. It's just he's he's a you know he's he's either like a great actor or just complete lunatic or both. I don't, a I don't bit know. of both, I think. Yeah, yeah. a grifter. Yeah, and then he's making money out of it, like by selling his his, his garbage on you know. Yeah. So what are you thinking, Michaela? What are your thoughts on Jack and YouTube and? Oh, I'm just it's so frustrating because it's so obviously a money thing and so like obviously like Alex Jones gets gets away with it because he makes a lot of money for YouTube and Twitter and everything yeah. else yeah mm-hmm. so it's like it's like different rules for different people I mean I get it like it's you know it's money and they, they their companies need to make money but it's just that they get away with it is so frustrating yeah I mean just how they pretend that they're just neutral on it it's not yeah, true yeah I think they're just uh, trying to do the best for themselves and they shouldn't lie to other people, right? Like getting rid of all these far right Nazi types and Alex Jones types um, would probably mean a sharp drop in people using Twitter or a sharp drop in controversies that generate interest in Twitter. So Mm. that's probably why. And Trump himself has violated the terms of service of Twitter so many times, but they're right. never going to kick him off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. And did you see that Twitter, was it Twitter support or something that tweeted uh, about, they, they just openly said that, yeah, sometimes people will tweet bigotry or whatever. Like it was, it was strange to see them be so open about. And that. it's, yeah, it's up to everyone else to push back on it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Weird times we're living in. Ugh. Yeah. And another thing frustrating is there's some, some people like, um, uh, I think it was one of the Jimmy Dore or one of them that they just used this kind of, you know, they sort of defended. Uh, yeah, know, just, uh, yeah, whatever. yeah. All of a sudden, you know, he's he's for free speech. And like they, they use the slippery slope like it will be. I think it was Kulinski actually who said like the, the politicians will will use that to actually, you know, to silence any narrative that's that that's against them or or like completely. Like there, there is no slippery slope. Like it's, it's just not. You yeah, know, something... Politicians will do that. Like Trump does it. I mean, he silences. He tries to. He actually ejects some of the yeah. some of the reporters, right? That actually asks him, uh, like asking tough questions. He does it, right? Yeah. I mean, but that has nothing to do with with uh, you know like YouTube doing doing that to to Alex. Like, I, I don't I don't get the the comparison at all. I mean, why are they doing this? Yeah, I mean, I was disappointed to see that uh, Kyle was taking that stance. Not that I'm a huge fan of his or anything, but still, I didn't think he'd be like, oh, you know, don't silence Infowars. Yeah, and, and on this issue, like, he's been, he's been pretty tough to Alex Jones overall. I know he does kind of silly yeah. segments about, like, well, let's take down his video. Like, there's there's nothing to take down. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's complete nonsense from start to finish. Like, yes, you can feel your your episode, your segment, I guess, with uh, you know, you know, dissecting Alec Jones, but it's it's like he doesn't need to be dissected. He needs to be like kind of ignored, laughed at, and just that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, what is there really to dissect about? You know, Obama yeah. and Hillary are demons, and flies land on them. Frogs are gay. <laughs> Baby yeah. I, I want to know the truth about the gay frogs. On, on that, I'm going to give him a pass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but there I was a time when all this just seemed kind of funny, right? But now, I I just I can't see it as that anymore. It's getting so troubling, and so many people are buying into it, and it's just getting scarier and scarier. It was the Sandy Hook business, I think, that really pushed him over the edge. I think it was. Um Mm-hmm. Because that's coming up, he's 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 pushing back and trying to sue them, and there's some guy who's trying to make all the addresses of the parents public. Yeah, just I now, that. I think. What? Oh my god! Yeah, I think it was Alex Again, Jones's yeah. lawyer who's pushing to make the addresses of the that's right, yeah, uh, the children's oh parents public, uh, and it's just it's despicable. I do, I don't know how you can argue for that. Yeah, because gay frogs is one thing, but. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I tweeted, I think it was the day before yesterday, that I wonder if classical liberals will come to the defense of Infowars. And I was kind of like, yeah, I can see it happening, but would they really? And sure enough, there's a, a lot of them coming in def- d- defense of Alex. I don't like Alex Jones at all, but... but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it always starts with, yeah, I don't like, I don't agree with him. But, you know, it's a sleeper. It's, it's oh, come on. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's know? the Peterson fan tactic as well. You always pretend like you're not a fan, and uh, mm. <laughs> then you argue in his favor. And just being reasonable. Yeah, just neutral. You know, both sides are bad. <laughs> the sides that think 
there are no gay frogs and baby body parts and Pepsi and also the side that thinks there are. Can we just come together and agree that the frogs might be bisexual? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they want to be, yeah? I mean... I, I remember a time when, like, Infowars were, like, so fringe. And, but now this this whole just basic... Uh, uh, so 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 much attacking going on on, on like anything factual, right? And it's just becoming like a big chunk of this country specifically, right? It's just like big big part of it. Actually, it's like it's it's similar. I can make comparison to like what's happening in Russia, like last four years. Like it's been you know media has been like biased and kind of bad, but last four or five years, it's like eighty percent of the country right now. You cannot have a normal conversation about anything. It's like the whole reality is just like shifted, right? Just like any subject, it just would be like backwards, basically. It it's, would be similar, like it's like someone who's been listening to like Infowars for four, five years. Imagine like having conversation with with him about like anything. It would be like oh yeah. Like, there, I have an acquaintance it's like, uh, who used to do a lot of coke in university. Like I, I'm not good friends with him, but we've seen him like deteriorate you know from the time we were in college and now he's like a full-on hardcore infowars conspiracy fan and he thought mm -hmm. the boston bombings was a hoax they were like crisis actors and he posted all these pictures with red circles and shit and it's just it's like and now you see him posting like you know racist shit from milo and stuff how does that why does being a conspiracist also have to mean that you're like a sexist, racist bigot? It's <laughs> a curious overlap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a time that, that conspiracy theorists were just like, I don't know, people believed in aliens and the government was like trying to hide the aliens from you and yeah. just weird, weird stuff like that, right? Like, But now it's yeah. like, why does it overlap with white nationalism? Yeah, times have changed. You know? Like I was, I was, like I was once, like probably for a year, like back in two thousand two, I believed in the the whole like nine eleven thing, and how you know it was it was Bush administration, and then you see how they you know lied during the UN about the you know some of the I guess the was the chemical weapons and stuff. So you start making connection, but then like after a year. You read more, you just realize, well, you know, and then kind of read some more, and, and it's just bullshit, you know, you just believe in, in you know, some nonsense. Yeah. But but now it's it's getting kind of completely, you know, it's just like, you know, enveloped a whole different many areas of just garbage. <laughs> yeah. Also, weirdly, like, the quality of, I, I don't know whether you can say quality, but, like, in conspiracy theories, it used to be like the government is hiding, I don't know, aliens or the government is, yeah. you know, the government did 9-11. But now it's like Sandy Hook parents are pretending that their child is dead. So we have to like, I don't know, send them death threats. Like, it's really strange. Like, it used to be like the government against you. But now it's like people against each other and like really victimizing just normal people who lost lost a child. Yeah. And I don't know how, like, where, where that switch went. Like, even with 9 11, it's like nobody is, you know, calling up the, the families of victims of people who, who died on 9 11 to, like, send them death threats. But I, I, I don't know. Hello? Hi, hi Thomas Swords here. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hello. Hi. Some of you guys know each other, I believe. Yeah. Michaela, just you and me are the only ladies, I think, at all tonight. <laughs> 
oh gosh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like well there were no ladies except for you last time so that's Michaela's true one more yay do you get about 50 percent of your supporters are are women or no the... no 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 that's why i get so happy <laughs> when like i get a, a woman patron i'm like yes i i don't know why it is like is there something very masculine about the content that I'm putting up out? Or I'm really surprised. <laughs> it's your voice. It's my. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's Valley Girl accent. Pardon? Your Valley Girl accent. No, Martin, you're gonna have to speak slower. I did not understand that. Did you say Valley Girl accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Martin's referring to a very rude YouTube comment that I got one time about my voice. And uh, yeah, was it you, Martin? Was it who made the comment? Yeah, no. Oh, I rumbled. <laughs> you got me. I mean, you never hear comments about like male podcast host no, voices, not. right? Like, oh my God, what's wrong with his voice? Or. But I get a lot of comments about my voice. And you should smile when we're on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. I'll keep that in mind. So did Michael Brooks ever do a uh, an impression of you? That's what I want to hear. <laughs> no, he didn't actually. I've never heard him do a, a female impression. <laughs> yeah, you should ask him. I'll, uh, next oh, time. Oh, yeah, which is close. Just, yeah, just remember guy. <laughs> His, his impressions are few people pretty good, yeah. I think he was a uh, Gat Gat Sad. That's uh, that's one of them, right? Yeah. He, uh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 I was surprised at the support I got at the Michael Brooks episode that I did. I did not. I, I expected a lot more pushback from the IDW fan crowd. Do you have a lot of IDW support? No, 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 no. They've uh, left, like, not. <laughs> especially not anymore. Because I mean, there was a time. Right. There was a time where people are just they hear me being even a little bit critical about Islam or something. They heard that I'm a, an ex-Muslim woman from Saudi Arabia. And that's kind of the picture that they have of me, even though that's not who I am at all. Mm -hmm. um, and then they get mad at me when I say something about Sam Harris and then ah. they unpledge. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I used to be a, a Sam Harris fan. I was uh, there for the criticism of religion. I'm not there for the popularizing of Jordan Peterson and this crazy Jeffrey Miller dude and whoever else Sam is hanging out with these days, Ben Shapiro, and it's... Yeah. So... It's, it's pretty, I, I, I don't know, it's kind of, not very surprising, I guess, but kind of you know it's a, this little bit kind of disappointing because he just you know he he could have so many really nice conversations with so many different people and, and sometimes he still does but he like i feel like that that stuff is like now he's like 80 90 percent of his time you know like let's have a chat with peterson and douglas murray in 10 different oh. things yeah, like, yeah. why is it always thing. You know, why like it's what a Always you know? the same lineup, the same topics, and yeah. I'm just going to add a couple more people. I've got to run, I'm afraid. Yep, that's no problem at all. Thanks for joining us, Martin. So, Bye, Martin. Good night. Bye. Good, Good night. night. See ya. Oh, I was asking Vladimir if he was still listening to Sam Harris. I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. Can, I, I don't know about... Tolerate it. 
I've given up on Sam a lot. Yeah, I, I, I listen uh, once in a while. It depends on yeah. the guest, but once in a while, if, uh, like, for example, Masha Gessen was recently was oh, that episode great. I listened. Yeah. And uh, she's, uh, she actually brought up a good point that actually also, I think, Matt Delahunty brought about the, the threat of Islam and versus Christianity in the United States. And uh, she just, just like Matt said, you know, the, the impact on Islam of Islam here is basically, um, you know, it's it's just not very relevant compared to the impact of Christianity, right? It's it's and you're making it sound, um, you may sound as basically, uh, you know, the Islam in Europe is, is one thing. Here, it's it's different demographics and different different threat. And Christianity just has so much more money, so much more influence yep, yep. in general. And, it's a great uh, point. We have, I yeah, think, two more like people joining us. In Pakistan. Do we have Jeremiah and Fabio? Yes, it's Jeremiah. Are you One here, Fabio? Video. No. Oh, well, Fabio probably is, but not me. <laughs> but you're not Fabio. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Hi, Jeremiah. How's it going? Hi. It's going Hi. well. We were just talking about um, Sam Harris and... Uh, how things have changed, like how some of us were fans for the criticism of religion, and now there's a lot of conversations that are concerning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was never one of my favorite horsemen. Um, <laughs> like, I liked, I liked his thoughts on free will and determinism and stuff, and, and actually uh, the moral landscape was actually fairly important in my development of my moral system um now i know there's problems with it but i'm still like a determinist who doesn't believe in free will and a moral realist so it's kind of disappointing do we have i never had that yeah yeah i'm here okay so i never had that hero worship i completely agree with that yeah, I mean, I think Sam has, like, two kinds of fans. Some that were there for his pushback on uh, co- religious conservatism, and some that came specifically mm-hmm. for the Islam, anti-Islam, kind of what they perceive to be dog whistles. And now um, those specifically is- Islam people are upset that he isn't, like, even more right-wing and angry that he isn't, like, supportive of Trump and the ones that came for the pushback against religious conservatism, I feel, at least, uh, are disappointed in him. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, he wasn't my, one of the favorite, probably, you know, he's, well, probably Hitchens was kind of more just, but that's only because he was writing about, you know, a lot of different topics and he's uh, especially in the in the 90s mostly you know uh, politics and uh, you know general not not just about religion so that's why kind of more but I mean I've read his like you know like mid 2000s when he was writing his couple books Sam I just you know read him and there was and then kind of you know was listening his podcast like initially you know it's it started out kind of okay you know some some obviously questionable points but then it kind of you know, deteriorated pretty fast. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, 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 yeah, and it was you know, the the, the conversation with uh with you, uh whatever it was like three, four hours. Yeah, I know. Was, it was three was hours long. <laughs> yeah, and I and I was and I started listening 
to it specifically, you know, because you because of points against Ruben and 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 uh, the Douglas uh, Murray person. Oh, I can't uh, tell you how much hate I got for that for daring to uh, sort of gently even push back. Yeah. I still get hate mail and stuff calling me an immigrant parasite that, you know. Jesus. I mean, I think Sam is a pretty terrible person, but I think his friends are even worse. (laughs) You mean you don't like Ben Shapiro? Oh, come on. So terrible. This is supposed to be the Ben Shapiro fan club chat. What are you doing here? (laughs) Oops, I'm on the wrong one. (laughs) I just, I wonder if, like, once you get this, like, you bring into yourself this identity of a famous intellectual, then, like, you get into a bubble because, like, you Mm. don't have to listen to the lay people anymore who are criticizing you. Yeah. And, like, and all the, all the, like, I don't know. I think this is partially the media's fault, but, like, just labeling, like, the Shapiros and, like, giving platforms to the Milos like gives the right more intellectual credibility that's unearned and and sam's kind of caught up in that yeah well that seems to be like the trendy thing now right bash the left pretend like you're coming from the left and you're bashing the left it's like a formula Mm -hmm. almost and say you're worried about western civilization and concerned about immigration feminism has gone too far me too has gone too far see i've got all these points down i I'm just waiting to make my alternate, like, YouTube channel where I can make the money to fund my other work. (laughs) In that case, I'll drop my patronage. (laughs) So so you guys guys don't think he's, like, kind of in that whole group of people, the IDW, whatever. It's not just a way for him to make even kind of more money, or is he, like intellectually actually actually in like well, you know interested in talking to Shapiro and Peterson time and time again because it's just yeah. it's it doesn't seem like it would be interesting thing after like 15 minutes it's like <laughs> like like Peterson says like well, the, their first conversation was kind of their more more most honest I think once yeah. on Sam like they, they they couldn't even have a normal conversation because because you know Peterson is just like well whatever people feel like they can believe that right they there's nothing kind of there's no truth it's it's absurd you you can't have that conversation was like oh. normal conversation after, after that you know Yet yeah, but he invited him back right after that. It, well, that was the yeah, first clue. That was his fans begging him to do that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. he saw the opportunity to ride on Jordan Peterson's coattails and he took it. Yeah, and but I that's what's sad, worked out right? Pretty well for him monetarily. Yeah, but does he really need money? I don't. I don't uh, know that's that. The he, weird thing is, I think he's rich, so I don't know why he needs it. I yeah. think it's the intoxication of fame I think and power. Like fame. Yeah. yeah. And Jordan Peterson I, I is kind of that, yeah. uh, creeping up on that territory and having, like, you know, threatening that level of culty fan base. Right? It seems like he's really taken away from Sam in that so maybe that that he feels a bit threatened I don't know mm. I think someone someone like like Ruben is is probably 
mostly initially started doing it because of because of money. He he just had you know. Oh yeah, Ruben. He, reali- he realized he can have guests and say basically nothing because he's not really, really capable of making like solid point. Right? He just he just mm-hmm. nods mm-hmm. like has like you know the Lauren Lauren Southern just do some nods. He's like yeah yeah you know Richard Spencer is not so bad yeah, and and then he saw like how much money Right, but he like he never right. said anything of value except you know what, free speech is important. Like like that's a, the most amazing concept in 2017 that no one really thought of before. You know, yeah. like whoa, yeah. And at the, at the same time, he's cheering for Trump to you know go going after media and all this, like which is actually probably in violation of the actual First Amendment because you know it's it's all about the you know part of the government going after and blocking media and. You know, Trump actually blocks reporters on Twitter, right? That's yeah, and I think that that's, he, that's, yeah. that's 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 big thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, and they were someone was suing him for that or something, right? If I remember correctly, and they should, yeah, and they. But should. these are not the free speech conversations that these free speech warriors want to have. Strangely, oh, no, no. I'm just so stoked that Ruben's off Twitter this week after Alex, Alex Jones got kicked off Facebook. But that's what he always does, right? Did you notice that when the thing with Milo happened, he was also off the grid? And, I mean, when he might need to take a principal stance against something or say something which really shows where he stands, then he would rather not say it. Yeah, and it was it was also I think after Trump said something about cokes and uh, Dave is like I'm oh, going yeah. to <laughs> yeah everyone <laughs> thought that, <laughs> that he might for once like, well, criticize I Trump. My guy now, you know, coke pay me and kind of Trump is most of my people, right? Yeah, most of my bees. Well, who am I? No, I'm going to the woods. <laughs> what do you think, Michaela, uh, about this whole IDW double standard free speech bullshit? Oh, it's just. Oh, God. I mean, Jordan Peterson is hilarious, but also his followers are scary. Yeah, it's yeah. this weird dichotomy because because I want to laugh at him, but also I'm kind of scared with it where all of this is going. Yeah. Because, you know, like, like Gamergate looking from the outside was just hilarious because it was so pointless. Like, for the people who were in it, like Nick Sarkeesian and everyone, it was scary, but, like, looking at it from the outside, it was kind of funny. And so, like, right now I'm also with... Jordan Peterson. I'm looking at it from the outside, and yeah, this is kind of funny. But you know, the gamergators are now in the White House, so I yeah. don't know where, where all of this is going, and that's the kind of scary part. Yeah, I want to laugh at lobsters, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's scary because he's from like my country and my city, mm. and that really just hits close to home. So yeah, you have a lot of crazy people there in Canada. Uh, yeah, we we do. Lauren, Lauren Southern, <laughs> Canada, and uh, some some other characters. Molly New. Yeah, he's a Canadian. He's from Mississauga, I believe. That's like 20 minutes away from me. Um, and there's also, I believe, um, Stephen Crowder. I oh, believe Crowder. he's Canadian. He's, I think oh, I told Canadian. you he's from Montreal. Yeah, yeah. that's disappointing. Yeah. And uh, then there's um, the whole rebel media crap. That's yeah, that's unbelievable. We thought you were such nice people. We are. <laughs> We are, yeah, I promise. I it's the progressive uh, nature, I think, that, that kind of gets these people yeah. to become so reactionary, right? And I see that from, like, progressive cities in the U.S., too. Whenever I see, like, a hardcore 
really unreasonably anti-SJW person. They're like from Portland or from LA, you know? Yeah. And I guess they just feel pushed into a corner and they just lash out and become like this, you know? Is that one lady from Rebel Media still running for what was it? Mayor of yeah. Toronto? Oh, Faith Goldie. Yes. Oh, yes. oh God. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Yeah, the oh, 14 words reciting, you know, and this would have been so funny, like, 10 years ago, like, oh, she doesn't yeah. have a chance in hell, but, like, the kinds of people that have won stuff, and it's just, it's scary. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you still here, Fabio? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what are your thoughts on all this? Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy to me how, you know, I come, I kind of come from a perspective where... I kind of sympathized, I guess, when this all this came up, you know, like I was a huge Sam Harris fan, you know, and so what really broke the deal with me is like when, when Trump got elected and, um, you know, all stuff happened and like I, I wasn't seeing, except for Sam Harris, but I wasn't seeing from this community of like skeptics that they weren't doing anything about Trump at all. Like, like obviously, you know, the right wing is on the rise, you know. Uh, and it's obvious to everyone looking at the uh, and, and, and they still were making excuses and just bashing the left and things like that and that was just um, so weird to me you know because it, it was obvious like I was I was kind of like hopeful I guess in the beginning I was like oh yeah let's let's criticize the left as well you know I'm I'm, I'm very open about criticism let's criticize the left you know uh, and then it turned into this like maybe it was always a shit show and I was just a bit gullible maybe you know um, but yeah that's that's how I I guess come to this. And I, I really like, you know, I, I followed your your podcast for a long while, and um, I really like how you navigated the space, and I think you've been very, very clear on these topics, you know, and um, great, yeah. Wow, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I guess I should ask everyone what what they've enjoyed about polite conversations. I really felt like you've had the most interesting guests and a really good diversity of them men women people from all over the world really um and all mostly lately at least have been pretty friendly conversations but you know you had a few heated ones in mm -hmm. the past as well that were pretty interesting and well pretty entertaining i mean Tarek fata yeah that was a <laughs> that was the doozy yeah but uh, you know i don't know i i've always found it so interesting the the kinds of uh, uh, territory that you cover in those conversations. I'm glad. Yeah, to hear and that. yeah, and 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 when the another another thing is some, uh, I guess podcasters they don't they have um, <coughs> even the people even people they don't agree with they'll pick like subjects that are not very kind of they don't have many differences and then mm -hmm. and that'll be it like for example like uh, it was the what's his name. Um, uh, Josh Zepps had Ben Shapiro, and he could have done much, much better. Oh, yeah. He was basically oh. it for 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 an hour because there's so much really garbage that Shapiro like, spews, right? And like I, I know, like you, you would have uh, someone like uh, the um, what's his name, uh, Robert Spencer. You had you had you know some Trump, uh, you know some supporters, and you actually explored a lot of the actual areas of. Like disagreement, and many many people like don't don't do that. Like, and in you like initial like one of the you know first ones was was Sam. You question, and many people just just don't. Even if they they would you know find kind of 
common ground a lot of the time, and that's kind of you know it's it's fine, but it's not challenging. I feel like, and and you you you've done you've done that you know a lot, so that's that's a good thing. Great. Oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to echo the um. <laughs> I'd like to echo the first person who um thought you navigated the space like correctly because. I listened to like a couple episodes, maybe in 2016 and, and I'll be the SJW here. Like I winced a little bit, you know, I was like, Oh, like talking to Eli. I'm like, Oh, this sounds like anti SJW stuff. Yeah. I, I have to but, say I've changed over yeah, the years but, too, a bit. so like, but it seems like I, um, in a different climate when those conversations would be more necessary, mm-hmm. I feel like I could have a good faith, conversation and unironically disagree in the way like the idw types would like say oh we need to talk to people we disagree with i i feel like like talking in this type of space would be productive Mm -hmm. rather than defensive Mm -hmm. i appreciate that i mean my views have changed a lot and also according to the climate of course uh, you know, I'm going to hold back on, you know, if I have disagreements with the left, I'm not going to focus on just my disagreements with the left in a climate that's so hostile to the left when the far right is rising in power, right? So, I mean, I, I do still have disagreements with the left sometimes. I come across people on Twitter who are like, no, you know, children should be free to wear the hijab. And I'm like, yeah, but... Okay, well, <laughs> you know, so, um, but that's not going to be my focus right now because I think things like the uh, IDW talking points, the Me Too has gone too far, the Peterson stuff, the uh, threats, to, you know, what is it? Le- the left is the threat to Western civilization, pronouns or what got Trump elected. That garbage needs my focus right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, I'm going to just make a slightly different point. Like, for example, like, I can't sometimes, like, not come. Well, I don't really comment much on Twitter, or but, like, it, it cre- creates me when people, like, okay with some people, like, Greenwald. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Who just appear with, uh, like, Laura Ingram, who is, who is for the most oh. part, be proved to be, like, a white probable supremacist. Yeah, yeah. Like, it used yep. to be, actually, like, 10 years ago, like, you know, like conservative whatever like commentator right now she's just <laughs> insane and and she would appear or with, with tucker carlson and they have this friendly conversation conversation where they just you know shit talk about new york times and washington post and he's on fox with with the some of the worst and they're like yeah it's fine like that's just whatever he's doing point you know if new york times made a mistake about like one of their reporting about uh, trump russia whatever Okay, fine, but you're on a show that's just spewing so much nonsense, and you just adding and and, and you know, Laura Ingram would, would be well. Now this is the voice from the left. You know, this is what they really think. Well, no, it's a Greenwald thing, right? And but and he does have a lot of following, and that's what kind of you know, those kind of people should be pushed on some. Yeah, way. yeah, for sure. It, it's for sure. I, There's also that Michael Tracy guy who seems to be. That guy, too, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that guy is horrible, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Laura Ingram. I wanted to follow up with what Vladimir was saying, just to say that I think we have this funny niche um, community sort of centered around you and a few other folks that it, it's kind of, it's not 
far left, it's it's certainly progressive, but I, you know, I'm a marketing person, so I always want to figure out, you know, well, we need an IDW for this. <laughs> no, this come on. Do we know? I mean, do we? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm. I'm. No, we need a better name. I, still, I like to play with the idea. I love. I love the idea of you know some bad nice marketing. Bad marketing. <laughs> Mango heads or whatever we are. (laughs) (laughs) The intellectual dink mango. I'm mostly joking. No, no, I know, I know. You have. It is interesting. It is interesting to witness. uh, You know, like I remember a time, like not too long ago, where like it seemed like YouTube was dominated by you know just right wingers. Like at least it seemed like that. You know, you only had the Sargon of the Cards and the skeptical community, basically, right? And now it kind of seemed to have turned a bit the time at least you know maybe yeah. that's just my personal perception but like at least there's a lot of some creators that really push back against this you know kind of like echo chamber because it is right it's just like they talk like everyone talks about the same thing like uh, some event happens somewhere and everyone just picks it up and like this is the next thing the sgw's did right and they all talk <laughs> about the same thing and and uh, no one really like pushed back against that and now we kind of have like a small yeah yeah i (laughs) think you know people like h bomber guy and sean contrapoints and uh you know others on twitter cropping up pushing back it's it's good that we have that but it's still it's still like seems very unbalanced in the kinds of platforms and like if i were to go tomorrow and say I'm a, an immigrant of Muslim background, and here I am to tell you that immigration is bad. Here I am to tell you that you know the Muslims are bad. I would probably get bigger and bigger platforms every day, you know. But not saying that stuff feels like you're walking uphill all the time it's exhausting you know you see some of the ex-muslims that are just taken to twitter to i don't know spread conspiracy theories about how muslims are having babies to uh you know instill sharia (laughs) and shit like their their platforms grow like they double triple overnight they get invited to places like harvard and they're saying shit like they're anti-racist nazis out there don't you know don't generalize nazis not all nazis not all nazis (laughs) you you can't make this stuff up oh my god i know david uh, david pacman made a good point once when he said like i mean i think the right wing's argument is just easier right because it it, it does in a way appeal to emotion like it does appeal to like oh you know it's us and those are people are different than us and things like that and then it's they they don't see the nuance right it's it's harder to see the nuance in in so much things right i mean is there a problem with some very uh, strict uh, interpretations of Islam? Of course there is, right? And you you know that and you talk about that, yeah. right? But then, you know, to have the nuance, like, you know, these are also people, right? And they're not robots programmed yeah. by uh, whatever uh, holy book. Like, they're just people, right? Um, you read the Quran and then the microchip yeah. is activated and that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some people seem to think like that, right? I mean, no, they, they throw around like Takia accusations, uh, sure. things like that. You know, and it's it's actually harder to, you know, 
see the nuance and see people as actual people, even if they're bad people, you know, and, and even if problems exist as, as seeing the spectrum and, and right wingers are not doing that. And, and it's easier to be like, absolutely. All Just look at how much nuance they have for like white supremacists and Nazis, right? They want to like split hairs between who's a yeah. Holocaust questioner yeah. and who's a Holocaust denier. Um, <laughs> I prefer the term ethno nationalist. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> talk about being pc yeah. and you know right using know. their preferred you know not pronouns but their preferred yeah. identifications this yeah. kind of backwards political correctness for nazis is the worst to kiss yeah. to kiss Ina's ass a little more i liked the you know <laughs> how your ramadan episode kind of addressed that because when you described like the things that pissed you off about your family, it was less of a, you know, like an Islamic takeover and more of closer <laughs> to like when my aunt uh, sends my family a group text yeah. that says, oh, God has given us a blessing today or something like that. Like that pisses me off, but like it's not. Uh, it's not some evil plot to destroy Western yeah. civilization. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so glad that you saw it like that because even though I was critical, that's what I wanted to do is to humanize people that, you know, so many in this commute, skeptic, rational community think that are just always secretly plotting, secretly plotting. And it's just, they're not that fucking organized, even, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you should. Yeah, I think it, like it, it, it should be easier for for people. I know, kind of, there are always going to be kind of, kind of, you know, groups, groups of people. That's that's the comment is in in relation to the IGW and stuff. But it seems like when people kind of organize into groups, and they they pick kind of the most common, not enemy, but people they disagree with, right? And they they sort of block anything that's. Um, that's even remotely like it should be easy to basically see criticize let's say a action of just recently you know in Tajikistan ISIS mm -hmm. uh, just ran over a couple uh, bicyclists they, they were biking across the world they went you know hundreds of thousands of miles and this group of people they saw them as infidels and they just took their car just ran them over and they they stabbed them right like but people who criticize that often will will neglect some of the you know extremists on the on the far right that go to basically building and like you know or or see like Sikh people on on the street and think they're Muslim and beat them up you know th these people they deserve to be in the same category yeah Should yeah yeah be like both groups yep. yet yet it's just like you know the, the, it's it should be easy be but for some reason some people right? it's not yeah. Yeah, and we're kind of, well, I feel very stuck in the middle too, right? Like, so I see people who are, uh, you know, so good at criticizing the Petersons and, uh, you know, the Sam Harris's and the Ben Shapiro's and all of that. But when it comes to criticizing the Islamic far right, they get, they become apologists. And it's like, but you're doing the same thing that you're criticizing peterson fans for and then on the other side you see like all these people that are really good at calling out the islamic far right the you know i see among ex-muslims they're like completely neutral on peterson or you know totally not shocked by his salafist statements and calls for enforced monogamy yeah. and stay women to stay home and make babies and it's so ridiculous so 
there's this one Twitter account that, you know, gets retweeted a lot. And I think she has a lot of like Peterson clips that are great. But one time I just said something really mild about Nicobs and she called me alt right. You know? So yeah. it's such a frustrating place to be in. Yeah. Time to set up your YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. If I'm but, getting if they call me alt right, then I might as well become it, right? Yeah. That's how it works. Of course. So. You call well, someone well, a Nazi and then poof. Magic just, just turns them right into it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the recent extremely frustrating uh, episodes of Sam uh, Harris is when he talked to um, the Christian uh, Picciolini. And uh, oh, it's, yeah. you can see by the crowd and by his reactions, like, this is the guy basically who dedicated his life right now to fight, you know, extremism. One form of extremism, extremism, extremism specifically far right and Nazis and stuff. Yet there has been just weird reaction and you can just the whole tone and and everything of that conversation is so off yeah and that's such a weird thing when you're talking about like you know actual activist against extremism right it's it's just his crowd was like confused often and like wait 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 far right actually cr- creates more danger than islamists in the united states it's like like these these things are 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 known yet yet for them will be like it's 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 and the whole Molyneux thing, you know. He just decided to delete the, you know. It's that was it's bad. Just, that was that was horrible. That's just you know he's and he's free to you know talk about ISIS, you know, in all of his not all of his episodes, but in most, you know. Yeah. And here here's a chance to you know kind of explore this area or I mean, compare can, like Vox journalists to KKK. I mean. Yeah, that was that was so fucking silly. <laughs> or say Tanahasi cares about race as much as David Duke. David Duke, right? Yeah. It's like... He's made some terrible comparisons over the years. Yeah. I think when he said that he was going to... He would rather vote for Ben Carson than oh, Noam Chomsky. Yeah. That's one of the ones that sticks in my craw. Yeah. But <laughs> why, was, though, right? He's not not bright. He's, he's, he's not dumb. I know. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he's, I'm, like... He's just, uh, he's been too much, uh, he has gotten too much reinforcement, I guess, from his, yeah. from his group now. And, and it's just like, it's just a stick now. And he, he can't get, he can't see himself outside of it. And I think what was really telling when he was talking with Ezra Klein, and he said, like, you know, uh, yeah. he, said like, he, he, said, he said something like, you're, you're, you have your own bias or something like that, right? And he's like, no, I mean, I'm, I don't have any bias here. Like, well, I don't know exactly if he said that, but... Uh, something like this, and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> you're my guy. You should know this." But yeah, no, that's really you know how brains work. He was engaging yeah. in identity politics. I think is how yeah, that was it. it. That was and it. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. deal with it at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he was like, "Well, of course I'm like, not tribal. I would know if I was tribal." Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was. Ah. He's like, "Worse. That's what the baddies do, not me." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That was yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. So I know that you guys have enjoyed like the sort of confrontational conversations that I've had, but um, there, there's another level of that where I get messages like where people don't like it if I'm not having a confrontational conversation. And that's uh-huh. just odd to me because like, sure, they're interesting, but, but we can't only just have those, right? I'm happy to have those when I think someone is worth 
you know, talking to or calling out on their bullshit. And I'm not going to be doing damage by giving them another space to talk. Then I feel confident enough to have them on. And like, like the whole, um, that Google guy, James Damore, I would never have had him on. I wasn't interested, oh, right? He was already getting so much airtime. Not that I'm a big fish or anything, but I just don't want to contribute to that, right? Um, well, Thomas got him, so... Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, so I get these emails like sometimes where I wish you would have more like confrontational conversations. And what do you guys think about that? I, I I think like as far as specific like uh, the difference between you and some of the other ex-Muslims, I think that will be uh, interesting to hear in a kind of public and you know an hour, two hour long kind of because there are actually you know differences, and I feel like just just kind of you know have the the little fights on Twitter. That's that's all fine, but if if the conversation where all the you know arguments will be in uh, in public kind of you know forum and for two hours, and I'm sure there will be many kind of different topics. Yeah, but it would be like to... me against all of them. With no, just pick no, <laughs> one. Like there are, some of them, some of them are uh, not naming names, but are very unreasonable. There's one specific one that also appeared on Rubin Report that I remember I made a couple co- comments uh, as far as I think she just ex- 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 you know accuse you of not being you know uh, too much oppressed in Saudi Arabia yes, so some, not some, oppressed some, enough, something like that right. and, and then she, she she blocks instantly after two comments basically like that's that's not someone who's probably willing to have a normal but others are probably a little bit more Tolerant, you know, they'll be kind of maybe will listen to some of some of the points. Well, That's we have that fine. person who thinks I wasn't oppressed enough. That's not really a conversation that that seems reasonable. Yeah. No, um, no, not then. Not there was that. the guy who thinks that you know uh, circumcision is worse than the Holocaust. No, right? we're gonna skip him. <laughs> There's <laughs> no way you can have a reasonable conversation with that person. That guy's just gonna be idiot. lunacy. Oh my yeah. God. That, that, that Armin, the Wabi guys. That, Armin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. So crazy opinion. Who is there, actually? Do you know any who are a little bit more moderate? I mean, I can't think of any. If they are, they're lefties. still backing those people, though, right? So how do you yeah, I know. have that like, conversation? Ali is, Ali is pretty moderate, but I don't think he'd really want to talk to you at this point. No, the thing is, right, I've happened. had conversations with some of these people. You had him on. In the background, yeah. also in DMs, and tried to reason with people. And we just, yeah. it wasn't able to be resolved because they still wanted to mm. stick by defending these types of people. These types of people who think Judaism is worse than Nazism or, uh, you know, circumcision is worse than the Holocaust. So all those poor foreskins. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of circumcision at all. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong. But it's not. Um, it's not. It's not nearly as bad as Holocaust. Obviously not. Not yeah. quite. No. <laughs> it's I think just Sarah Shaw, who who blogs for Pathios. She is progressive, but she has like grievances like that's the only person i can think of right now who's ex-muslim but the thing also with ex-muslim conversations is that people are either looking for some some kind of uh, showdown right and i don't want to be like a spectacle 
or people are looking yeah. for the whole like I feel very fetishized also as an ex-Muslim right some people are just there to hear us make fun of Islam and I'm happy to do that when it's in good faith company like um, you know, I'll laugh at a silly hadith just like any other ex-Muslim, but I'm not going to do it as a performance for, like, far-right audience saying, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, those are, those that's, are... That's obviously, yeah. It's, it's just, I feel like, if, let's say it's if that idea of, of that guy about the Nazism and Christianity or Judaism or Islam, you know, pick one, basically, if it's going to be exposed in the public sphere I, f I feel like like to ask like are you really serious like, because it's a joke like uh, ask anyone else uh, it's uh, you know I, I remember like you asked Pacman on your it's it's not it's not something serious like anyone would entertain even like some things are so ridiculous it's like it's like something on Infowars will be probably discussed yeah but it, this like, guy ask, is like, getting so much popularity in the atheist scene he's doing uh, events with the Sam Harris event dude right so Oh. Sam is praising the other person uh, who also thinks this not who also makes all these stupid Nazi comments right she she was doing a panel with someone he's like oh this is so good or something like that and I even lots of people tweeted at him but he doesn't respond to that so it's like as long as you're bashing their you know perceived enemy of Islam or the left or whatever they're willing to overlook these things and so that doesn't seem like they're acting in good faith. Mm. You know, that's like me saying, okay, so what if you're like an Islamist apologist? As long as you shit on Nazis, that's great. Mm. Yeah. But it, yeah, you're right. These people say some crazy stuff that should be worthy of Infowars, but here we have like the top figures promoting them and empowering them and supporting them. Yeah, even even Majid would be having like the, not debate but public uh, public event with uh, with some of some of that group, right? Yeah, yeah. And I tweeted at him, and like fifty others tweeted at him. He never he Majid who responds to everything that is critical about him, but now he's blocked me, called me some far left Bolshevik, and blocked me. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, that bullshit. was funny though I have to say <laughs> <laughs> thinking of you as a Bolshevik is, is kind of hilarious yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> oh god Maji this is another person that I used to have so much respect for same. Him, and this oh, is oh, same so crazy I mean I don't know I would have never thought this like <laughs> two, two years ago or something I read this book and I was like wow this is so good and <laughs> this is I don't know I don't even know like, how I felt mine? yeah yeah I know, I, I kind of had those things, like, they were always kind of in the background, I feel like, now. Like, mm -hmm. I, now when I critically look back at how, like, at some things he wrote also in his book and everything, I think that there was something already there, and, and I was just a bit, yeah, maybe a bit gullible. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, it seems like there's this infectious Rubenism just spreading oof. throughout that scene, yeah. right? They all are following that same path. Yeah, yeah. Whoever Ruben Ruben touches, they just become first <laughs> or fast. How yeah. can God, someone yeah. so <laughs> Ruben so stupid and <laughs> mediocre like be so influential? Then yeah. again, Trump's president. So right, right. When you're it didn't surprise any of us. When you're willing to sell out and you don't really have principles and ideas of your own, then you can be a good vessel for people to take advantage of. Wow.
That Coke money, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Michaela, are you still with us? Oh, oh, yes, yes, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> How's it going? What are you thinking? Were you ever a fan of Sam or Majid or... Never. Uh, not really. Like, the, the only atheist scene I was sort of a part of was, like, in London in 2012. I went to a couple of, like, what was it called? Skeptics in the pub. Yeah. But I sort of fell away from that and, like, sort of checking back in five years later, it seems everyone's turned into a Nazi. Yeah, I know. So that's <laughs> <laughs> used to seem so innocent, yeah. right? Just promoting yeah. secularism and freedom from religion. What could go wrong? <laughs> a lot, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's such a shame because I, I come from a background, I, w I used to be a Jehovah's Witness and like this whole new atheist scene really helped me out yeah. in, that, in, in that phase, right? Like, like with debunking the, the more stupid literalist claims, things like that, right? Being more open about like, atheism is not something immoral or something like that, right? Yeah. They really, really, really helped me out. That's why I was such a fan of, of, of these yeah. figures, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I always tie this into like, into my progressive stance to like, you know, I exactly. want to be, yeah. like, at least, yeah. And, 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 and then at some point, you know, it didn't, it wasn't just uh, progressive anymore. It was just, just reactionary bullshit. You know, it, it, it was, it's really sad to see that, that, that it evolved into this. It's not an empowering movement anymore that no. it actually, you know, provides something. It's, it's just reactionary at this point. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 the, but the, in general, the, the, the whole idea of basically being an activist against religion, it's not really that deep as an idea, right? Because it's, it's yes, you'll have people who never, you know, question that stuff kinda but there's nothing to like doing it year after year, year like there's nothing to kinda deep explore, right? It's it's a very right. very yeah. kinda simple simple problem. The people are born often in very religious families and they just never question, you know. But some this uh, once in a while, yeah, some of them will question, they'll be like, Yeah, that's silly and they'll just, just go away. But to kinda make it your own, uh, you know, and I feel like that's why it's kind of evolved into something. People needed something kind of maybe more, and it went really off the rails in a way, you know. <laughs> the whole yeah. Many I mean, people in the movement specifically. Yeah. You see the accounts that have stuck to tweeting the generic atheist stuff, and it just is so cringeworthy to me now. And I'm like, how do you... How do exactly, you yeah. <laughs> still Somebody engage in this? Like, it used to be like 10 years ago. There is still you're some like, good wow, that's there, genius. And now say. you're like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, the whole grown-ups don't believe in Santa them. Claus. I don't know. I cringe whenever Not I see that stuff, no. But, you know, there's a few good lefty atheists, like Atheist Pig and those kinds of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're that's folks. sure. But he's not always tweeting about uh, generic it, it, atheist right, exactly. memes, right? Not he, always... Not always with owning religion. Exactly. Yeah, it just yeah. seems so juvenile. It really is. I think, I think I heard an interview with Atheist Pig once, and like <laughs> he talked about every time he, every time he made a comic that wasn't like atheism proper, he just got like a ton of hate, like hate mail, and he's like, "There's no way I can like make an interesting or funny comic about non-belief." day after or however yeah. often he updates I, I don't know how often he does but like there's there's a lot to that you know yeah, yeah. no he's cool i like him and he's he doesn't yeah. he's anti-peterson yeah <laughs> it's always a good yeah. sign eh? yeah 
I mean, I just remember when I didn't even know much about Peterson, but I just got such a bad vibe from him. It was... Yeah, you could just tell. I, I still remember that time. That, that first time I saw him was his crying video. And <laughs> this must be it was like a New Year's ago, Eve right? I'd never heard of him. Never, it was his New Year's Eve message. Like the world was falling apart for him, yeah. or whatever. And it was so meandering. And it, he didn't really say anything. And I, and I said, I think, I think I tweeted to you. I was like, it wasn't that bad, right? Like it, 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 he didn't really say anything offensive in it. And I was like, he seems okay. He seems like a sad kind of guy. And he was crying about the like, loss the of hell? faith. I hope nobody like, moved his coat. He's terrible. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, and every other time I've seen him since, he's been horrific. So That's you know. the thing, right? You were right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you asked me once about Gad Sad, too, right? I did. And that, that was the, like my turning point where I was like, I'm done with these people. I was like, do you think Gad Sad's a bigot? And you would like laugh your ass off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy I've never gotten into Gad Sad because this guy is good just, for you. Oh my goodness! I, yeah. I, I was oh. just <laughs> just seeing what kind of stuff he writes. This guy's so self-important. He's so. <laughs> and he wasn't included in the IDW piece. He was yeah. so upset about that. Oh, that was awesome. That's one of the most hilarious things that, that happened <laughs> recently. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I, I just want to say, like, with all the criticism that we have for an atheist, and I think rightfully so, with, with everything it turned in, I do want to, like, emphasize that I, I think that, like, a strong, secular, humanist community is, like, super important, because oh, yeah. there's so many people who are, like, you know, caught into religious fundamentalism, and I have this um, ex-Muslim friend, I'm, I'm from Germany, by the way, oh, okay. and um, she's, she's, she's Turkish, and... Uh, her parents are super religious and she follows you and she, you know, takes a lot of uh, inspiration from you too, you know, and, uh, and yeah. I think like there needs to be some place where people who are, you know, leaving religion can, can come to, you know, and, and, and have this kind of experience <clears throat> and heal together maybe and things like that. And, and, and so far it's, it's just this crazy bullshit right wing reactionary movement. And, and right. Where you'll so get co-opted, done. your struggle yeah. will get co-opted. And then, you know, yeah. it's going to be talk about deport, deporting people like your family. So yeah. you don't really want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> land there. <laughs> but I hope that, you know, people like that listen can see that uh, there are a few of us out there that won't do that with your struggle and uh, that will welcome you. I do think a humanist movement is important, but definitely one that understands what humanism is, not like an anti-immigrant humanism. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. One, one, one of the shows um, that people can call and like chat is the, the Atheist Experience, where like most of the people there, they will have a very nice, uh, you know, if, if someone religious calls and like mocks, yeah, sometimes they won't, but in general, they'll... They'll, you know, they ask questions, they'll explore stuff. Is this the uh, like, Seth like, Andrews thing? No, I think that's no, Matt no, Dillahunty. It's a Matt okay, Dillahunty okay. in the first, uh, Tristan, uh, like Harris and uh, Jen, uh, uh, some other people. They have they have a lot of, probably maybe around like 10 people. They, they vary. And they just basically, they ask religious people. It's based on Texas, which is, you know, very, um, yeah. very, very religious state. And people just call and they're polite with them. They'll... You know, explain stuff and uh, and yeah, sometimes it gets kind of kind of kind of nasty, but not not from like you know really kind of we're gonna throw this horrible meme at you, you religious you know stupid kind of you know. But yeah. uh, people 
it's it's so there is kind of you know honest honest thing and i also kind of like sometimes i when i drive i see one of those like really evangelical um um you know, like billboards, like you I've know, seen like, those driving you know, in the U.S. Like, we don't really have those. Yeah, here. Do you know where you're going? Like, do you know, like, call? Like, are you going to hell or like those people that oh, remember? Wow. Like, once in a while, I would call and I would spend like an hour or two, just you know, normally kind of normal conversation. I think that could be useful because it, what they're what they're doing is just really, really horrible. Like, that's you know, to threaten. Basically, imagine like you know, a bunch of family with kids driving and they they see you know are you going to hell you know you're gonna burn like that's that's just that's crazy right i mean those yeah. people should be kind of challenged in a in a you know in a you know in a good way i feel like yeah absolutely i agree if only we had more responsible leaders challenging them now they seem to be like pandering to some of them it's like hey if you hate the left that's cool we can join hands on that there's a secular women's con uh, conference, secular women work, and I think Stephanie Zavan is a big part of that. And I think she's been really good. She like she was responsible for implementing like um, harassment policies at like atheist conferences. So like nice. things like that, um, like just really important things that you normally wouldn't think of. I think she's people like her are on the front lines. It's just that they're not in it for the grift. They're, they're in it for like, for actually like putting work in. Right. So. And so that's why they don't get the uh, attention that they deserve or they don't get the platforms. They don't get the you know, book deals and the articles. It's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. So, Though some other some other people who do seem to be in on the grift accused her of just you know stirring shit to get fans. So there you go. Uh, you can't can't get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, I get that accusation accusation too. Every time I uh, criticize uh, you know head coverings or something, I'm accused of something like I'm trying to pander to my right wing audience. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I spend like 95% of my time trying to make clear that even when I'm talking about uh, veils yeah. and things like that, I don't want to be co-opted by conservatives and right-wingers who hate Muslims. Like I'm trying to do this with nuance and care and yeah. One thing I want to do is uh, do a, like a couple of a sort of generic topic podcast where it's just me speaking and maybe cover the face veil and the headscarf generally again and all the nuances that I can think to cover, even though nothing I say will be good enough because I'll get attacked. But uh, I, it is something I'd like to cover again. And maybe other things that I hear a lot of misunderstandings about, like cultural appropriation. Do you think you guys would enjoy things like that? Sure. I would love that. I, like, I especially like would, a critique yeah. of the... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on, Michaela. Oh, sorry. No, just like a, a sort of a critique of face whales from a, like a, a leftist critique, sort of. Yeah. Because like there, there's constantly like people about like um, banning face whales and yeah. all that stuff. And I honestly don't know how I feel about it because like I, I don't like them. Yeah. But also the idea of 
banning women from wearing something that they choose to wear just yeah. sits wrong with me. And yeah. like, I, I, I would love an episode on that. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't agree with total bans either. That never mm -hmm. sits right with me. But I just think yeah. that there are certain places where people try to push it. Like we had a woman who argued to wear it in court. And she won against the federal government. And I d mm -hmm. thought that was silly because, no, like in court, you should be required to at least show your face. People need to know who you are. Right. Mm. So some things are, I think, are not unreasonable, like airport, passport pictures, courtrooms. But yeah, obviously, an entire ban uh, from public places seems counterproductive to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have to go, but I fully support those topics. And awesome. thank you so much for hosting us. Cool. It was really nice chatting. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah it's so great to do this. Thank you all for supporting the show. I'm going to have to go soon, too. But if anyone has any last thoughts they'd well, like to wrap up with. Oh, thanks yeah. for letting me hear my own voice a little more. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's just a comment, I guess, from, from just a conversation right now. It's just I think you should do whatever you feel, because in, in the end, I, I just appreciate your, your opinion in that, in that sense. And if you think you have to do this and you think you have to, you know, have a conversation like this, I think you should do it. And I don't think you should look too much into what people expect from you in that sense. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. Yeah, I try not to. I mean, otherwise I would be doing the popular conversations, right? Ha, 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 look at this yeah. ridiculous yeah, yeah, verse yeah. from the Quran. Ha, 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 it's so terrible. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. One thing, one thing I would add is uh, basically, like, we should all try to, um, whenever we get a chance, just... Uh, fight the general misinformation that's yeah. that's coming, and it's not not just sometimes from the people we don't like. It's if someone we we see someone yeah. on ideological kind of same side, yeah. basically maybe push for conspiracy theory or something. That has to be people has to like like if if it's like a you know even if it's someone against against you don't like you know some people may not like for example like hillary clinton right but if you see people like pushing a lot of like conspiracy garbage you know on on many sides yeah that people have to like spend you know a few minutes just explain like just mention you know what we live in the kind of in a time where anything factual is often gets attacked from the from some of the highest people in 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 the office and it's just really frustrating some sometimes you know to see you know, people kind of, you know, just like, yeah, we don't like that person, but like, let's just, you know, pile on him. Just, it's, it's just dangerous, you know, like people should be more, uh, you know, really double check and being honest and even against the people we kind of, you know, and don't consistent, like. And right? Yeah. 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 Basically, and, intellectually and honest. People, people uh, listen more to the in-group too, so, right? So yeah. if you, uh, if you have someone on the left and he talks bullshit, like, hey, listen, I, I, understand what you mean i understand where you're coming from and they'll listen to you more and it's actually also very important like you know we don't have to go into all of this discussion but the discussion about white privilege and things like that and that's why important as a as a white person you're you're much more able yeah. to talk to another white person like hey um you know don't do that shit <laughs> i've seen that many times in the atheist scene like nothing will you know quote unquote trigger like the phrase white privilege um <laughs> these mm -hmm. people who talk about yeah. others being snowflakes just say something like that yeah, or yeah. say something like diversity fuck it's really like I mean, they have like a whole 
outrage infrastructure and then they accuse us of being like snowflakes right like, yeah like every little thing that happens it gets dragged down everywhere and they, they're so outraged for everything right and they, <laughs> and they call uh, leftist snowflakes and it's silly you know it's, yeah uh, yeah there's so many Great. double standards yeah all right all right yeah. well it was yeah. wonderful chatting with everyone it was really yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. Right Thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks for supporting Love your the stuff. show. Yep. Take care, Keep guys. Busy. Maybe we can do Thanks this again sometime. To another episode of <laughs> All right. Mike Take care. Bye. You can support this podcast by sharing the shit out of it, making some noise about it, or contributing via Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Nice Mangoes. No Ian Mangoes. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at Nice Mangoes. If you want to make a one-time donation instead of a monthly Patreon one, you can do so via PayPal, nicemangoes.blog at gmail.com. Remember, no Ian Mangoes. If you've got an interesting story and would potentially like to be a guest, you can email me there too. A special thanks to Dylan Beck for theme music, sound, and production help. Mm-hmm.